Our Old Testament reading is from Isaiah chapter 2, beginning at the first verse. This is what Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Jerusalem, Judah and Jerusalem. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as chief among the mountains. It will be raised above the hills, and all nations will stream to it. Many peoples will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, so that we may walk in his paths. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between the nations and will settle disputes for many peoples. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war any more. Come, O house of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. And now we turn to the Gospel, which is in Matthew, chapter 24, beginning at verse 36. No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field, One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the handmill. One will be taken and the other left. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. As many of you know only too well, one of the challenges of international travel is that your body has to work out when you arrive which time zone you're living in. After a long journey, the aim of the body is to become settled in the new time zone and leave the old one behind. The season of Advent asks a related but slightly different question. Which or whose time zone are we, are you, living in? We have uh, my brother-in-law in Dublin who runs an accountancy firm and his senior partner 
is a Malaysian lady who has left Dublin and now lives in Malaysia, but continues to be uh, his senior partner. And so while her body is in the time zone of Kuala Lumpur, her working life is focused in Dublin. And so maybe Advent in a few words could be that in this coming season, we aim to live thoroughly immersed in this time zone, but to live according to the rhythms and timings of another zone, another's realm, which is now, but is fully yet to come. In other words, we're here thoroughly immersed in England, but our hearts and our rhythms are attuned to the life of heaven. I wonder whether we can use that as a way into our readings this morning. Because in Matthew 24, we hear Jesus describing a situation where people got this Advent lifestyle wrong. The flood came and found Noah's generation immersed in everyday things and unattuned to God's rhythm for their lives. A gap had developed between God's ways and theirs. And so the coming of the flood found them at a distance from the God who came in judgment. And Jesus issues his hearers and us with a warning. Don't let your lifestyle drift from your Lord, leaving you unprepared for his coming. If you put both of our readings today together, Isaiah and Matthew, you have instead clear guidance about how to be ready for our coming Lord and how to live in our time zone by the rhythms and values of another. For example, the Gospel reading speaks three times about the Son of Man. It is he who is coming, this Jesus, this Son of Man who illustrates for us how humanity is designed to be, living in earth's time zone by the rhythms of heaven's time zone. Now those of us who have any links at all with schools know about Ofsted and the unannounced brown envelope that tells you that an inspection is coming very soon this week. Well, this is Godstead, or is it Sunstead or Manstead? Anyway, it's Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of Man, coming as the measure of life on earth. And when Godstead happens, and it definitely will happen at a time beyond our predicting, says the Gospel reading, two apparently similar people receive very different verdicts from his arrival. As with the farm or mill workers in verses 40 and 41, one is taken, one is left. And therefore the emphasis of this Advent coming season is a reminder to us that ordinary life will be interrupted, that Jesus' words are sure, that readiness is all important, and our calling is to be involved but not immersed in our present time zone and instead fulfill our calling, represented by our baptism, to be attuned to the rhythms of heaven. 
The Old Testament reading from Isaiah, of course, predates the incarnation of the Son of God. Advent actually gives us a lot of readings from Isaiah. And if you use that Advent calendar, which Paul's prepared for us, you'll find a quarter of those readings are from the book of Isaiah. And these readings from Isaiah echo the double focus of Advent, preparing us on the one hand to celebrate the fulfilling of Isaiah's vision in the incarnation of the Son of God, and on the other hand, preparing us to welcome the second coming of our Lord as Son of Man, risen Judge and Saviour. Today's reading begins with chapter 2 and verse 1, in which the prophet is a seer. He sees the word of God. He sees a vision. And perhaps quite an appropriate way of thinking for a television age. Have you seen it? Do you see the point? Can you see what I mean? Verse 2 and verse 3, the vision is described. It's a picture of people from many different nations streaming like water uphill into the presence of the Lord, the God of Jacob, into his holy temple in Jerusalem. And the prophet comments that compared to other mountains, this mountain of God, this Mount Zion, the little hills are insignificant. In the same way that compared to idols and other gods, our Lord God reigns supreme and magnetizes the nations to himself. Do you see the picture? It's quite a vivid one. Verses 3 and 4 then spell out what for us a wholehearted response to this vision might mean. We are to receive God's teaching, his word, his law, as the people of the nations model for us. We are to learn what God is like, his ways. We are to shape our behavior in his paths. And the result, we are told, will be dramatic, verse 4. Above all, judgment is good news because he will judge between the nations and inter-nation disputes will be resolved through divine conflict resolution. Militaristic mutual destruction is replaced by peaceful productivity. Swords to plowshares, spears to pruning hooks and a new international order will result. Nation will not lift up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. In a week when our Chancellor has struggled to make decisions on our behalf to safeguard our economic future, Isaiah invites us to ponder the economic as well as the social and political consequences of his vision. What would happen if... Imagine not spending any more money on aircraft carriers, Trident missiles, or airport security systems to take but three. How many affordable homes, hospitals, and railway lines could we build as a result? Enough to make you pray that Maranatha prayer. Come, Lord, let's have that situation here. 
please come and bring judgment, bring salvation. So in the light of these two readings that we've looked at just very briefly, what is a way of using this coming Advent season? December is both the busiest shopping month in the year and also the time when more guests come to our churches than at any other time in the year, all put together. There's an excellent article in the Spectator magazine at the moment, which I don't normally read, but it says, Advent is a counter-cultural attraction in our mad retail rush towards December the 24th. 27,000 people last year went to Westminster Abbey for special services and 8,000 over the Christmas weekend. And all cathedrals would reinforce that message. Something happens during Advent which is partly looking forward to Christmas and partly yearning for something else. And so while perhaps we cannot, as Anglicans, leave Christmas out until Christmas Eve, as technically we should do, but we can have some kind of overlap as we welcome friends and guests and family to celebrate the Incarnation through December. We ourselves, immersing ourselves in this world, can be pondering what it means to live by the rhythms of heaven, knowing God better, dedicating our lives to his service, reattuning our lives to heaven's rhythms and rejoicing in the hope of earth's priorities being restored. The final verse of the Isaiah reading, verse 5, is rather like the motion at an end of a debate. Come, house of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord. In effect, Isaiah is saying, look, you've seen how the nations are pouring into Jerusalem. They are being magnetized by the Lord and his presence. They are flowing uphill like water. How about you? What will you do? And maybe if you follow these readings from Isaiah in Paul's Advent calendar, maybe you could ask yourselves each day two questions. Question one is a general God and life question. How does this reading of God's coming to us with renewal and refreshment lead me to a rededication of my life? And then a more specific people and things question. How is God speaking to me about coming to him with repentance, reconciliation or restoration? How is God wanting to renew us in Advent? And how do we need to amend our ways to make heaven's rhythms dominant in the way we live our lives? And above all, we are to hear the invitation from verse 5 of Isaiah 2. Come. Come. We come to communion with empty hands to receive our Lord in bread and wine that we may come to him who comes for us in this Advent season.